black women. I just wanna let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. What's up with it? Hey guys, welcome back. This is Meg and Jeanette, but you can call me Meg. I see you push that goddamn button. This is Gregory K, but y'all call me Greg. What's happening? Hey, uh, happy Tuesday. I hope you guys had a wonderful start to your beautiful Monday and with your week. Um, we're not halfway through yet, but you know, it's... <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it happens, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But we here, though, you know. Yeah. Almost, I, well, hell, shit, we, we, we damn near done with March. Oh, yes. We're about to be, it'll be Christmas uh, next week. Christmas in July. Uh, okay, no, I'm just talking about in general. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, hell, it'll be time for summer school for some of these kids by the time we... We turn our heads. I know, no, time is flying by. I didn't. I'm, I'm not um, against it. Because, wait, isn't spring break? Spring break is in March, right? Spring break was last week. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I was just sitting up here like, are we in spring break? What is going on? The year just started. And yeah. the ball just had dropped. Yeah. But, you know, January be taking forever. It's like once we pass January, then everything goes by fast. Because January always feels like it's just... I don't know, three months long. And then past January, it's like, oh, wow, here we are now. It's now May. Yo, so I'm literally like just over this March Madness shit. Mm. Like, I'm glad I don't do that, the bracket shit. Like, you know, I'd never do it. I'm just be real with you, honest. I never do the bracket. I'm looking at all these little schools beating the hell out of these big schools. That was this called Oral Roberts, Oral Roberts. Yeah, they just beat Ohio. They just beat Ohio State, and they just beat Florida. Okay, and they're both in the top five. <laughs> I'm like, why? How y'all in this school? And I didn't know. I don't even. I never knew a school named Oral Roberts existed until That's definitely in Oklahoma. I, I think still so. never knew that though. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I still would. If know. I'm wrong, then sorry, but I feel like that's what I, where it's at. I still didn't know. It. But but I mean, honestly. I'm it's happy time. that this is happening because no, it's time. it just goes to show that it doesn't really matter what school you go to. That talent. Like it it truly do like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like it's, I think lots of times we look at these like big name schools and like these prestigious universities and be like, oh my gosh, wow, if you're there, then you must be so good. And if you go to a smaller school, then exactly. you're not as good or as this talented exactly. school with big schools. And it's like, no. Actually, it's about the opportunities and exposures that you have, which exactly. definitely does like go into our topic of today, just about all these colleges and stuff. Yeah, because um, uh, I mean, like you got like Deion Sanders, who everybody is kind of noticing, went to Jackson State, went to a HBCU, and he's recruiting the hell out of these kids. These kids are down there having fun. He hasn't even gotten the transfer kids down there yet. There's like eight transfers who are like top in the nation in high school and in college. They're all transferring to Jackson State. Mm -hmm. So uh, HBCU is about to have, I think, 15 top 20 like football players on their team. So just uh, just give it about five years. I say HBCU, small schools, private schools, and D2s and D3s, they're all going to be loaded with talent now because honestly – 
you go to these schools and then you got to worry about, all right, I was like number five in the nation, but now I got to sit behind like five other number fives in the nation. And you just sitting there letting your, letting your talent waste when you can go to this perfectly good smaller school and literally play it anytime you want. So, yes, it is opportunity, it is exposure. Mm-hmm. If people see Alabama and Oklahoma and Texas and be like, I gotta go there. Yeah. When there's a perfectly true. good Texas state, a perfect, perfectly good Alabama state, Alabama AM that you could be playing for. Yeah, very true. Yes. But, whatever, okay, whatever, so. Though. Let's play our game. So today, y'all let us know if the if the games are good or if the story times are better. <laughs> y'all let us know because I'm about done with these. Okay. Well, I don't have a story time. I always today. got stories. No, but play oh, your game. No. Play your game. No. Play your game. Okay, so <laughs> would you rather? No, not at all. Walk in on your parents having sex. No. Or have your parents walk in on you having sex. Have my parents walk in on me having sex. Why? I don't I don't want to see my mom and dad in the midst of uh, <laughs> the, the beast with two backs. I don't want to see that. Okay, that was a very old thing. I've never heard of that. I'm not gonna I don't want to use the, the word beast I don't want to use backs. the word snake. EX when it comes to talking about my parents. I don't want to use that. How do you think you got here? I, I know how I got here. The beast with two backs. So I just you. <laughs> I, I hate that. The beast with two backs. <laughs> Who said that around you? I heard a lot of it on TV. And I put two and two together. Like, oh, that's talking about sex. And then like an older person, I think I was in like The Beast with Two Backs. It was like somebody when I was like in in middle school a teacher like like a health teacher said that or something like oh. the beast with two backs and i was like oh so it was talking about sex so i'm not crazy no older person is like in my family has ever talked about like sex with me like that so i wouldn't really know oh. no i mean other than my dad teaching me what sex was and stuff. Oh. like I've, I've never i haven't had like older like uncles and cousins say you know tell me what sex was so i honestly i picked up the beast with two backs from other stuff oh. But no, I'd rather my parents walk in on me. Because at least if I walk in on them, I don't have to worry about sitting there drinking coffee, shaking, like trying to figure out how to get the image out of my head. No, they walk in on me. I was just going to be like, uh, 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 shit, hey, shit happens. Shit, shit happens. You're talking about right now as an adult. If they right, well, what, well, what are you talking about? Are you talking about now as an adult? No, I'm just saying like, no, I'm saying in general, but I'm saying you're saying your reaction would be like that right now. My like, reaction would probably be like that my entire life. What are you talking about? Like if I was a teenager, if I was a child or or now. Uh, if you were a teenager, you would have freaked I would, out. I would have freaked the fuck out. Exactly. I would have been sitting there with a cup of coffee, shaking, trying to figure out how to get the image out of my head. But no, if they walked in on you. I would still rather them walk in on me. Why would you know? I'm saying that wouldn't be your expression if I would walk in on you. You would be freaking out. Yeah. Okay. Time out. Yes. I would. If my mom and dad walked in on us fucking, yes, I would kind of freak out now. But I would still rather them walk in on me than me walking on them. Hmm. So it doesn't matter. Like, I don't. I want to see. I would rather. Be trying to cover up my dick and balls, then look and see my dad in the middle of my mom and like ah ah goddamn ah shit I saw it all ah 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 my eyes ah yeah I rather just 
<laughs> rather than walking, <laughs> rather than walking on me, I'm okay. I'll take that chance. Oh well, that's not a good. That's that wasn't a good. Would you rather? I, I definitely wouldn't. No. I mean, I guess I'd say I'd rather walk in with my parents. I mean, I did a lot when I was little. You a fool. It's like you a fool. Whatever. You a fool. It's like, oh, sorry. You crazy. You crazy. <laughs> you crazy. You can have it. I guess but... you you can have it. I'm serious. Like, I mean, my parents, my no, not my parents. My mom has definitely walked in on me doing the do like masturbating. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't see me. Like I, I heard her coming and oh, like she knew. She knew. Like she, she knew. Like she was like, I know what you're doing. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh my god. Because I, I made. Because I mean, when she did it, I didn't hear her footsteps. So when she opened the door, I was like, ah, 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 turn over. I'm asleep. <laughs> oh my god. And she's like, I know what you're doing. I'm like, oh, oh, no, you don't know what I'm doing. I was, I was typing the calculator. <laughs> How old were you? I was like, it's like sixteen. Like literally, yeah, normal, normal age, normal time. It was literally late at night. No, no, they said like whenever you're, you're uh, mostly like the times the mom always knows before the dad because like you start feeling like the socks are the socks are all hard. And oh stuff. no, I never used a sock. I was. Let me explain something to you. I was very, very bougie when it came to jacking off i just feel like i had to other than candles being lit i feel like the whole (laughs) aesthetic of the room just had to be right there had to be no lights on in the entire house so if there was a light on i felt uncomfortable because i feel like somebody's walking around all lights had to be off it had to be like an hour after the lights were off i had i had to see like okay it's been an hour the lights are off so everybody should be asleep i had to have the volume that's very calculated it's very calculated (laughs) because i lived in a christian household so and I, I lived in a pastor's household, so I had to make sure that uh, the the TV volume was uh, wasn't too high but wasn't too low, just right in the middle, about thirty five. Then I had to like get my my special pillow, put it like at the bottom of my back. I had to be comfortable. I went to go. I went to go get a towel. I didn't get paper towels. I used towels. Oh, so your mom because so, the towels were no. Hard. So she really. So let me tell you how they never caught on to that part, which I know they never caught on to that part. Because my mom even asked me, "How did you ever just do that stuff?" And I was just like, yeah, I don't, "You'll never know," um, because you know I have allergies. Mm-hmm. So I I use towels a lot because you see me, you like, oh, this is your snot towel. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I use towels a lot. So a lot of times, like my mom trained me to use towels, take a towel everywhere with you. So I was just trained to use towels, and That's when she's not towels, so when she see a towel, she'll be like, "Oh, it's a snot towel." But I would always, I would always wash clothes, so I'll be the one washing my clothes. So a lot of times when they see towels in my room, they just thought, "Oh, it's a snot towel." <laughs> it was definitely a snot. I was, I was bougie. I was calculated bougie. Obviously. You were not gonna catch me, like except for the one time. She was just quiet. She was very quiet. <laughs> quiet as scum. Oh, she was quiet as shit. That's funny. Oh, okay, well, I mean. Yeah, no, nah, I I rather. I got it. Yeah, okay. You do that, and I rather have the other way around. Yeah, I don't know why. You <laughs> crazy as hell. Yeah, but I mean, Nasty. speaking of parents, so I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, show on Netflix. Pretty much a documentary of what happened I still between the it. college admission scandal uh, fiasco. Scandals. Yeah, get get get, get all that get all that spit. Called scandals. Shut up. But yeah, so I ended up watching that um, over the weekend, 
And honestly, I had honestly forgotten about it to an extent because I just remember it blew up in like the, was this the end of 2019 Yeah, that was recent. Like 2019, 2020 came by, so we all forgot about it because of the pandemic. Right. But then now Netflix put out this documentary detailing what happened. Now I'm like... I feel like everyone's getting like re-pissed and like <laughs> because of just right. like really what went into it. Um, well, yeah, no, what were we gonna say? No, I was gonna say I know why everybody's getting pissed at it because we did let it go. I ain't gonna lie, I, I will, I will, I will sit here and tell the truth. I didn't, I forgot about it. I let. Yeah, it go. I did. I truly Boom. did. But now that it's research, because I've heard it on, I've heard it on the uh, radio, like ninety-seven out of the box talking about like. It resurfaced back up, and they were all saying like how people are are starting to get back pissed about it because they're like, y'all didn't do shit to them. Well, yeah, that's number. That's one thing. Yeah, too. they didn't do shit to um, them. Like, I don't care what. They but do. also, there's still people who are like in the process of like being prosecuted and stuff. But either way it goes. So just a little overview background in case like you don't know. Um, no, you know. Rick Singer is the mastermind who was behind the college admission scandal, um, or what. FBI call Operation Varsity Blues. And so the FBI ended up tapping Rick Singer's phone. And that's how they ended up indicting like over 50 people who like lied to get their kids into these like elite institutions. Dumbass. Stanford being like the number one. Um, and so like Rick Singer, like he was a college basketball coach. So like he like knew athletic admissions and from the inside. And then he was fired from the college. He was, I think like Sacramento College. And then he was fired, and that's when he called himself becoming like an independent college advisor uh, in Sacramento originally, where he was like claiming to be um, a life coach or like a he was helping kids get into college or with their applications and stuff. That was really like turned into him now just letting like bribing college admissions counselors to like accept these students by their parents paying all this like. Thousands of dollars um, of money, hundreds of thousands. And so his his thing he would he say is just like the front door. So the thing would be the front door if getting into college is getting in on your own. That's the front door. That's how you get in. The back door is if you give a big donation to these schools like Harvard and something like in like right. legacy. That's the back door. But Rick, he created the side door. And like that's what he says. Like he had the side door. And the side door is a guarantee. So meaning that. The side door is where your kid is being, you get to go to college because you're like donating money to whatever sport it is or like, um, yeah, but it's like these niche sports or things that like people. Yeah, it wouldn't be the famous sports. It would be like some shit like water cricket. Yeah. Or like or, or fucking uh, kangaroo polo, stuff like that, like you never heard of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's just like, so like these college, so he would like wire the money to like the college sports coaches and like the um, administrators as like charitable do- donations. And then that was in exchange for like whatever child that was to like be guaranteed a spot at the university via being like saying like they're on this team. And so with all that being said, like I really like don't, it's like I'm not trying to focus on like all this, but it's like, it's like the basis of like why the what's behind this thing t- happening. But I mean, like, what do you? I guess like when you first heard about this, so what did you feel? I just want to ask one question before I tell you how I feel. Were any black people involved in this? I think at the end of the day, there was like one person. Like, God damn it! 
And they like they like flashed his name across seems like some black man, but I don't even know who that was. I, that one person should have just sat there and said, "Shit, there's a lot of white people in this." Yeah, I, I don't but think I this mean, it's like one guy they had show because at the end of the Netflix still. documentary, they showed all the people. But you know what they'll do? They'll say, "Oh my god, oh my god, this is a terrible thing." This one black person throw his name out there, shun yeah. him, shun him, and now we got all black people like, we, you know, we don't do this shit. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but what I think about it is, is because didn't the lady from um, Lori Laughlin Full, Full House? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. They're the days, Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannoli. Yeah, that, they're, they're the very... ones that are like being the front runner because they were famous. Everybody else, I mean, they had money, of course. Yeah, but, but a they... lot of them are. It's like the families from Hot. The, whoever created the family created Hot Pockets. Yeah, part like, of it. Felicity Huffman, she's a part of it. Well, no, it's because like what I'm saying is those people, their names are just behind the products. But her name, she's an actor, mm-hmm. so her name's out there all like for all her work she's done in Hollywood. So you see her name a lot. The other names you just see, you don't see. You just see hot pockets and yeah. stuff like that. That's why everybody chose her name because like to. That's why the media chose to pick her out because it was like we see your name all the time. Well, not all the time. She wasn't. A crazy but like i mean i'm gonna get into like why they were like targeted oh okay okay okay. yeah like she i think that's another thing oh okay okay but um i'd say i mean initially when you heard about this like how did you feel I, i felt unfairness i felt like it was unfair because i feel like Yes, you all want your your kids to go to college. Do we? No, no, we'll no, 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 not like that. I mean, if your kid wants to go to college, yeah. If your kid, because I'm, of course, if our kid don't want to go to college, as long as they find a way to do what they, what it does to make them happy and how they make good money in a good way, hey, do their thing. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, your kid says, "I want to go to college." So in your heart's desire, you're like, "Yes, I want my child to go to college." But you also got to remember there are, un- there are like 85 other people behind your kid that say, I want to go to college too. So if your kid doesn't get into college because some other people got in, the proper thing to do is just have your child try again. Try another college. This is why you don't like sell. I Like my dad did a good justice with me telling me don't sell yourself on one school. Like when I did get accepted into the one school I wanted to go to, I, it was just too expensive. Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. It was just too expensive. I one semester is literally four years of Southern, the mm-hmm. actual school that I went to. So literally not four years, four semesters at Southern is one semester at Oklahoma State. So mm-hmm. it's like, nah, there was no point. So I felt the unfairness. I felt like there are other kids that bust their ass. I'm talking about they work their bone from 14 years old to 18 years old, and they might get a no. Mm-hmm. They might get a nah, or they might just have to just have options. You got this spoiled ass kid that may be okay in school, maybe pretty good in school, but instead of working their ass off, there's a a ladder to just say, hey, well, let's just put you right here already. Mm-hmm. Let's put you in some shit like um, inside golf, mm-hmm. some no name sport that nobody knows. And it's just like, you may have somebody that actually bust their ass in inside golf, mm-hmm. but you don't know shit about inside golf, but you just put your name on it. You play it a little bit. You get like one little record of you playing it and boom. You get into college. Yeah. So I just, I, I felt unfairness when I heard the whole story. I still need to watch the actual documentary though, but mm-hmm. I definitely have kind of followed the story over the past uh, two, two, three years. Well, on the documentary, uh, Zinche say that. So there's like, they have examples of kids, like how they're looking like they're clicking on trying to see their college acceptance letter thing and if they got in or not. 
And it's just like, and it's these schools, like these very prestigious universities and stuff. Of course it Which is. is like, like the Stanford's, the Harvard's, the Cornell's and stuff. And like UCLA, all those different types of, types of schools. And they're literally like people that are just like so sad they didn't get in. They like tried to work hard. And so then like what the issue becomes like behind the whole scandal thing, which is like why it's pretty, like why it's very ridiculous is that like it becomes a thing of like the parents within this were trying to like live through their kids specifically like um what's her name Lori Laughlin and like Massimo because like they did not go to college and so they wanted their kids to go to college when their kids did not give a damn about college and I think that's why it's a big deal for them too because like their daughter Olivia Jade who's like the one who's a amongst all this she was like a huge influencer on YouTube, like Instagram, like with millions of followers. She had businesses, like she did a makeup line with Sephora. She'd literally be, they showed videos of her too. Like she'd literally be like, I don't even want to be here. Like, I just like, I didn't even like want to go to college. Like she like truly did not want to be there, but it was like her parents and them like pushing her. But then the thing about it comes just like, you know, like some people get on merit, get into school on merit and some, but then many other kids get into like these big schools just on being rich and white. And like, this is what it was. Cause like they send them to school doing like these niche, say they're doing these niche sports. And like, honestly, and that's where the thing just like with going to these oh, that's really big prestigious blues. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm slow. Stop. Just keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But just like, <laughs> just a, even without this being a story, just like a difference between seeing like how all these kids, like, that get to go to these very prestigious universities, which is honestly silly in general with the fact that these universities are considered prestigious because everybody just wants to go there. It's like these people that play like these oh, really PWI. niche sports, like sailing, horseback riding, water polo, chess, even like lacrosse and stuff like those sports, the schools that mostly like high schools that like inner city schools like people like minorities go to they don't have sports like that nah, they don't have that. but like these kids that go to these like very that they're in affluent neighborhoods and things like their their universities yeah of course they have selling horseback riding things like those are things that you can like compete and get a college scholarship on to get to these prestigious universities but we as like i'm just talking to me as black people like i like i went to a public school like we didn't have that stuff and i went to a really really good public school but just like that so that's already just a draw on the line of just like how getting into these things. So what this man did was just like he went to the niche sports. Of course he didn't say like try to get these people on like the college basketball team. Like no, he's like he these Olivia Jade and who's like Lori Lori Laughlin's daughter and stuff. Like her both of their daughters ended up going to USC, and the way that they got to do that was just because like they like pose. They had them pose on rowers. Like they were on the rowing team. Oh my god! And like they sent that to um, oh my god USC, and like that's and then paid the money. So they paid, I think, it was like around five hundred thousand dollars for like both of them to even like say it's giving a donation to them. And what happened? Like why they specifically got busted? Because the counselor at their high school saw the picture of like Olivia Jade on the rowing thing. He was just like, um. I don't think she like rose. He's like, I knew very much about her YouTube channel and that she's always busy with doing those things. So I doubt she would have time to be on the rowing team. So the counselor at their high school emailed USC 
to just ask about them. And then like Massimo found out like their dad. And so he went to the school, approached the college counselor and pretty much the man on the document was saying like, Massimo was like going off of him. He's being very aggressive saying like, what are you saying to USC about my daughters being at school and stuff? And like, nigga, they ain't on the rowing team. <laughs> and then, they ain't got no goddamn, we got a rowing team. Shit, it's only yes, like five kids. And nigga. like, and so that's literally how like all that just blew up and stuff. And then just like, it was, and so with that, it was just so crazy with the, the fact behind it. So it just makes me, I'm like, okay, how much can we, within this situation, like how much can we blame the kids? I mean, like them girls knew that they weren't on the rowing team. Like they, you knew that you weren't on the rowing team, but then you like, so, but then like, it's literally the parents living through their kids. Cause like Olivia Jade gets up there and like talks about like how her parents, they didn't go to college and they just really want her to go to college. So, so they're like living through their child. So two things. And this is where I have an issue with. Oh. What's her name? The actor? Lori Laughlin? You're a fucking actor. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you got money. And what's her husband? Massimo? Massimo Janelle. Y'all got money. So the fact that you didn't go to college should just show you that you live the American dream. But you catch what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people live the American dream every day. Like people that actually make it through, get wealthy, and make have enough success to where they can rub it off to their family, their like their their generations after them. You had enough of that. Obviously, she wasn't the greatest actor because she only was on like one show and like maybe two movies. Mm-hmm. So you weren't the greatest actor, but you literally saved your check. Your husband made good money. So what y'all do with y'all money? Y'all invested, invested, made money, boom. Y'all have money. So obviously you living through your kid is just, it's stupid because it's like you live the American dream without getting an education. You didn't graduate college and you still got, you make money. Like you make great enough money to sit comfortable and be like, oh, should I Great enough to send $2 to school for a million dollars. Nigga, you paying off somebody and wiring money to their damn sport. Obviously, you make enough money to say there's literally people that have the highest GPA, sum cum laude and shit, mm-hmm. and they're broke for like years. Mm-hmm. They they can't find a job for like the first five years after graduating college. There's like five people that I work at my job right now that have graduated from Prairie View, Texas Southern, uh, 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 Arkansas Pine, Pine Bluff. There's one guy who went to Ohio State. They all work in patient transportation. Mm-hmm. They do not have a job in the medical field yet other than patient transportation so the fact that you live the american dream didn't graduate college and you still make millions just showed that that was just you being stupid you were just living through your daughter your daughters because you felt like you just you just saw them in a cap and gown like oh my god you guys can be so successful well yeah it's like about like a pride thing like they just want to be like i used to be like oh like i they just want to be like yeah my daughters are at usc and just like just a brag on i think that's so so dumb like even the other people just that were on there i'm like this is just so this is so dumb and just to show like with just being rich and white, and like but how you know, much it can take you to, like I, I can, just... you can blame the kids too because the fact that the I, oh well, yeah, we don't know. So I will say that I, but... I will say they probably did. Did the daughters ever say did like the kids ever say I don't want to go to college to their parents? Oh, Olivia J did. That's why it was okay. a big deal. Okay, so Olivia J probably was like okay. YouTube saying like she did not. She's like I don't. She wanted to drop out of high school her senior year. 
because she was already okay. making like millions of dollars doing her thing. Okay, but, like, so that's she, the thing about I, it that I makes can't, it silly. That so we, shows, can't, we can't blame her then. But like that, it shows that what her parents—it was her parents trying to like. But they have another daughter through her and stuff. The older daughter, I, I don't hear much about her. But I know neither one of them are at USC anymore. But I mean, like even like with the the scandal thing, it was just like the parents would be calling this guy to calling Rick and telling him like he's coming over, like acting like he did other stuff too. Like he would like check off African American on their um college um application so like they'll get in on like affirmative action yeah no it's very deep like check off that they were like even like different ethnicities so they could get those kind of like ways to get in so the side door so it's so it's so deep and just like they will be saying they the parents would be like well what am i gonna tell my daughter like she's gonna probably ask like you know how she got into this school and so he's just like just tell her that you know um that's crazy that she, I don't know, he would like make up some weird excuse. Like, I don't know, it's like you, it's really just not watching. But moral stories is like, it's like these parents weren't, a lot of them weren't telling their kids what was going on. Cause even like he'd have the setup where these kids would go and they would go take an ACT exam. <laughs> Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. And like he would set it up or you're going to go take it at this place at this time. And then he'd have the proctors, whoever the person is doing there go and like change the answers stuff and they're paying them to do that so the kids get back they have like a 36 or whatever score and stuff so stupid and they have no idea the what child was you no when idea. i scored that uh that that what, what, what did i score i scored a, like a, a 17 15 i scored pretty no i scored i think on the act you score pretty i scored pretty good it's, i don't know if a 17 is good on the act because it goes to a 21 remember Oh. Yeah, no, SAT. I took SAT. I, was, I took both. I my mama made me take both. Oh. But the ACT, I remember I scored like up like at like a like right at the point before above average. Oh. So I actually did go on ACT. But yeah, that's that's I was like, what the fuck were you when I need you on ACT? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. But uh no, so no, it might be a 36. You know, I'm not gonna I think get it into is, cause I'm like, not gonna get into it. I just know I scored somewhere. Like in between. I, was like, I don't think a 17 is good. Uh, that's why I, I said I can't remember anyways. Um, <laughs> but it's just, I don't but, know, it's just like the fact, where are you? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was saying that like, why just like, why do parents just try to live through their kids? Like, that's, I never understood that. That's like a story. Like, well, it's kind of, it's, the story kind of goes with this. There was a story about a guy that worked in my job. He was black, of course. He um, worked on my unit. And he was just like, hey, I'm about to go in for my interview tomorrow. And, you know, we're all wishing, oh, good luck, good luck. So I saw him beforehand, and there was a lot of other candidates out there. Like, they were, like, kind of not sit- – they were just kind of mingling around. All the candidates are white. There's only two jobs available, and he was the only black person there. So, like, a week goes by. He comes back. He says, I got the job. And we were all wondering, like, we were all happy, but we were wondering, like, why was he so angry? He looked mad. He said, I got the job. But – the person who like coordinated their interviews, he was black. So when they all found out, like I guess he got the job and another person got the job, they were like all of them were jumping on him, and they were like, "You got the job because the the dude that coordinated was black and da da da." But come to find out, the the person that the guy, the black dude, was just the assistant. The the white man, I guess the whatever the boss over that department was the one that hired him. He said, well, he actually has a great resume. 
So the whole scratch you I, you scratch my back, I scratch your back, or we gotta look out for each other. Like I, I used to never believe in that whole black black people gotta stick together thing. And reason why what? I said no, 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 no. I didn't believe in it growing up because I didn't really just see what the whole thing was. I was just like, black people gotta stick together, but at the same time, it's like, why do we have to scratch and claw? And stick together. Why can't we just get equal opportunity to get in just like anybody else? Because you see this documentary and you see all these white people and white kids getting there. But you got little uh, Devontae and little uh, um, 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 Shaniqua who've been busting their ass since 15, 16 years old, getting that GPA to a 3.9, 4.0, getting them grades up and getting uh, like making sure they got perfect attendance. They come into, come into class sick as hell, making sure they get perfect attendance, and they can't get into USC. But your ass can get into USC all because you just scratched somebody's elbow and they're going to scratch your back. It's, yeah. just, it's just weird. Yeah. And then, like, another layer of that, too, that I think just needs a, bit, a barrier just needs to be broken through, especially these days, because I don't know how it was for you, but they kind of talked about how right now, just with this generation, going to college is, like, such a stressful, like, just overbearing thing that kids are really, like, freaking out about. And they're saying, like, they don't know if it's because, like, social media that people, when they get into college they make all these posts and post different things like, Oh, like I'm at Northwestern state or like I'm going here and it's just such a big deal. And like the problem about it is just like, it's like there's a high volume. Cause it's not like you can't get into college. That's, so, you can get into college. Like you can't, the issue of the matter is everyone's trying to get into the same schools. Everyone's trying to get into Harvard. Everyone's trying to get into these Stanford's everyone's trying, but you can literally just go to a smaller school and you'll be just as happy but you're just trying to get into these bigger schools. But for me, like I did not, I didn't care about that. I literally was just like, okay, like I never had aspirations to go to like some kind of like huge big school. I didn't, I mean, like I once go to LSU, but then I saw that how, like after getting to LSU, how expensive I'm just like, that's dumb. Like why I pay all that money whenever like I had like a full academic scholarship, this other school that was HBCU and it was smaller and then I was also close to their home and like, I didn't pay anything and I got paid to go to school, but it's just like, you have the opportunities, but like nobody talks about any of that. Cause everyone's just pushing kids to go to like these huge schools. And that's why you're not getting in. So the whole take with like college now in the nineties in the eighties, it was more of a black people really not seeing the opportunity, but you got the smart black people that just get the opportunity and just go to college nineties. College was impressed, but college looked cool. 90s is when I felt like college looked cool to people. Like they saw frats and football and everything and bands. So that's when it became cool. Are you talking about the black Black side. I'm talking about so black like side. Living color. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black side. And, but those are like HBCUs. But I know, I know, I know. Just period. Like, but you know, black people start going to school period. Like, how, did you watch Higher Learning with Ice Cube and all of them? I don't it's know a movie. That is. It's a movie called Higher Learning. You got to watch it. Uh-huh. Um, and then you got the early 2000s where college start becoming a parent state on them. This is the thing. You got to go to college no matter what. Early 2010s is when it's like, all right, you go to college no matter what. Because it just felt like everybody and their mama just had to go to college, get their degree, and then they're struggling once they get out of college. Now, shit, it's like once 2018 hit, it's like all these kids like, Fuck! I need to go to college for unless I'm going to corporate America or working in the medical field. 
Like that's but that's real spit. Like a lot of these people go to college to like if you really really going for something, you're going for something to get into either something medical wise, mm-hmm. something scientific, or you're going for something in corporate America, like a a real big time business job. When you got all these other jobs and other occupations and everything going on, you don't have to go to those big universities. Mm-hmm. It's like those big universities support that that side. Those you got the LSU's and the Northwesterns and the Ohio States, you know, Syracuse, uh, USC, Texas, Baylor. They support medicine. They support big business. They support corporate. They support scientifical studies. So those are the four things that's going to say, if you go in there, yes, go for that. But a lot of times people feel like, well, I don't want a big business, but I want to, I want to just like major in like accounting. So since accounting, suh, business, huh, I'm going to go to LSU. No, nigga, you don't have to go there for that. It's like specific majors. You should go there for that. But people see that big side, like agricultural studies. Everybody tries to go to Texas A&M for fucking ag- agricultural studies. You don't have to go to Texas and you go to Prairie View. Yeah. You can go to freaking like Southern. Has a very huge. You can go to bro. You can go to all these smaller. But schools it's just like stuff. nobody's. I just think that no one, since they're not publicized or promoted as much, like kids don't think about. Even just parents, like I mean, it's like on parents too. Like they're not. You're not exposing your kids that there's like more than one option than just a few schools that you see all the t-shirts for in the in the mall or like the schools that are just like always publicized so people like i just just looking at this documentary and seeing these kids being like so upset or just talking about like usc's acceptance rate is like 12 percent and it continues to go down it's like yeah because all of you guys are trying to get into this school and it's just like there you don't need to go there and like you would be saving so much money by just going to a smaller school because most people are trying to go to these schools doing some basic majors. And it's just like, why? Like, why? Like, you don't you don't need to be there. So, but it's just because, like, they're, like, glamorized. And even, like, one guy on there said that they, they rank prestigious universities. And, like, just saying, like, prestige. The prestige literally means deceit in French. Like, he's like, that's, like, what it means. So, it's just like, that isn't. So, and, like, they're based off of nothing. Like, literally, like, those rankings of the school's. On how procedure it's based literally off of nothing. It's just <laughs> so it truly like doesn't matter like what what happens with this. But like these days, because it's either yeah, like you're right, it's either that these people are freaking out about trying to go to these really big schools, or like people are getting to seeing the light now, where like you really don't need to go to these schools for like majority of, like what you want to do. So I like I don't know. I just like I just yeah. Like my whole thing was why as like okay even. You just look at all this main stuff. Like you look at all these colleges, and the reason why now that like a Texas Southern, a Prairie View, a Southern is being like mentioned more is because they're they're companied and partnered with LSU, Texas A and M, U of H, stuff like that. But then when I'm in school, and everybody's talking about the history of like that's what I'm saying. People are just starting to talk about like uh, these HBCUs. Remember a couple months ago when I was like, babe, today something just like went over me and just said, look at the first ever HBCU ever. And it's called Cheney University. Mm-hmm. I think, I swear, I think that's how you said it. Cheney, 
C-H-E-Y-N-E-Y University. It's in Pennsylvania. I was like, why didn't I know about that my entire life? That school's still standing and people still go there, attend there, and they get perfectly good degrees. You know how you know how much of a boss, you know how much that would be if I'm a boss and I'm sitting there like in this big job and I got people coming in for this this uh these school, like you know, from all these schools to like uh you know, interview for these jobs. And you got like people from Ohio State. You got people from Prairie View. You got people from Texas. You got people from uh, Arkansas, Pine Bluff. You got schools everywhere. And you know how impressed I'll be if you walk in and you give me your resume. I'm like, Cheney University? What's Cheney University? Oh, sir, that's uh, the first ever HBCU ever established. Oh! Oh, you went back. Oh, you got the job. Like, you know how impressive, the impressive that is? But we get these big names, these big lights, these big dollars, and automatically you're just supposed to send your, um, you're, you're supposed to put it in your kid's head that this is a school for you because it has the biggest name and what you want to major in, they, they put big dollars in. People make big money when they graduate from that school. Yeah. I think lots of times it's the parents seem like it's they just, just want to be like, oh, like my child went here and like this is why, this is why that they're just, I guess feeding them and forcing them to go to these different places that like they like don't even like want to go because like the parent wanted to go there exactly. and they didn't have the opportunity to. So now let me like try to get the opportunity through my child. So yeah, so we're gonna take a quick little break, Pay some but bills. we'll be right back. Pay some bills. Hey yo, bro, stop moving, stop texting, and stop breathing. Uh, I mean, never mind, you can breathe. But for all my fellas and, of course, my ladies, there's a segment called Man Cave on our podcast, Get It Together. These episodes will go into the in-depth mind of what a man thinks, talks about, and acts upon with or without his bros. There, of course, will be guests, and we gonna turn up and get wild. Shh. So tune in every first Tuesday of every month and get the latest bro code ethics and more. Man cave. It's going to be lit. I mean, <clears throat> it's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And we're about. I put the new 4Gs on the Jeep. I travel to the bloody bottom and I'm running and got it out the street. Okay. 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 Keep it going, on me. So, okay, so She's for such you, a hater, bro. for you, ahead, was there ever a time in life that you can recall that you felt like your parents were trying to live through you? Nope. No. No, it's playing. Because uh, <laughs> you. No, I mean, it's real no, because you're a hater. That's why I wanted to just say nope. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I felt like. Or I okay, could, maybe not live through no, you. Well, no, no, no. You are you can use those words because I feel like when it came to life, when it came to school, because my all me and my siblings were all set up differently. Like my oldest sister, she's the know it all. She's a smart one. My second oldest sister, she's like the more street smart one out of all of us. My third oldest sister, she's the baby, but she's more technical. She likes reading. I was the one that loved. I like hands on stuff. I like to do adrenaline work, stuff that make me go, oh my God, yes, I, I can do this. I can walk around all day, but I'm also capable of reading directions, following directions. So we're all b- built different when it came to school. Everything else, like my mom and dad, like my dad didn't play football. I played football. He was bas- ba- baseball and basketball. Like, you know, all that stuff. I felt like my mom, not my dad, I felt like my mom was more of church-wise. 
<laughs> That's what I was gonna get yeah, at. Yeah, you were looking like you like nigga. I, I know this is what like, you want to say. You said all this other shit that she did. Yeah, I, I know you all and this you shit. You're not trying to do this. <laughs> she wanted me to do like not even my sister. She just couldn't control my sister. I'm not saying she couldn't control my sisters. Like they were like heathens, but she couldn't make them do all the stuff that she wanted. Them, she wanted them to do in church. Me? Oh, she had me on her finger. Like my whole life, my mom had me like Bible study. I was a junior deacon. I was a, in every single choir. I was an usher. I was part of the Sons of Allen. I was part. I swear, I didn't want to do it, but if she would have uh, forced me, I would have probably been a, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, 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 I would probably did mime dancing. Like, I did everything in church. And my mom always talks to me and my siblings about how, you know, you know, she was in church, but there was one point, like, you know, she did her running and playing around. So she always tells us this and that. So when, as, as I grew up, I felt like that was her. I say her, per se her living through me, but her trying to enforce what she didn't take in those last couple of years of her, like those first couple of years of her adulthood. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but we're built different though. Like yeah. you cannot make me do stuff in church that you, you didn't want to do. Yeah. Like we're real different. Like obviously I don't do none of that stuff. And guess what? I, I'm here, I'm there every Sunday. Mm -hmm. I'm still there every Sunday. So like, come on. Chill yeah. out. <laughs> I'm still in church every Sunday. Like, chill out. Um, for my mom, I just it just reminded me about this because I was about to say no, but I said actually no. Nah. No, nah, I know she I know. She what do you wait? What nah, did go you ahead. say? Go ahead. So when I was younger, I had to learn how to play the piano. Yep. So that's what <laughs> I did not have interest in playing the piano. I did not. I knew that My mom bought a piano for the house, found me because, first of all, our neighbor's daughter, she was taking lessons from a lady, like piano lessons. Our neighbor told my mom about this. My mom was just like, oh, well, Megan should do that too. First of all, don't know why she chose me because Santana was older than me, so Santana could have definitely done it. But ah! it's like she just specified me as a person that she wanted to be the piano star. And mom told me this story. So then she buys a piano for the house. I'm set up with lessons. I'm sitting looking at her like, I don't want to play this like piano. Like she bought a whole piano. It's the and piano like it comes to there. like my mom finally like tells me I'm little like she's like, well, when I was little, I would take piano lessons. And then I just regret the fact that I didn't keep taking it because the teacher I had was mean. And, like, I didn't know my song and I All ran out of the room. Mean. She's like, she ran out of the room on the teacher and she never went back to the piano lessons. And that's why she just regresses. So since she would literally yell at me to go and practice. Like, I did not oh, want to practice piano at all. Like, it was like, it, we How argued. How old were you? How old This is elementary school. Like, Megan was a rebel, y'all. She was I horrible. I was literally like, I just. The shit that she, she's saying, she would yell at, she was like, she would argue with her mom. I would. My mom would have been looking at you She'd Got be like, piano. go play the piano. Go practice. And then, like, my teacher would come and, like, I mean, I probably practiced, like, the day before and just memorized the song and then just got off. And just, like, I just. I know I, your dad was just like, oh, baby. Oh, baby. No, seriously. Like, she literally tried to live through me in Panapia. <laughs> and she got still saying today, just, oh, man. She's like, you just, uh, see, you know, whatever I did, because in college I did uh, pageants. 
And so during my pageant, I played my saxophone because I want to play saxophone. When I got to middle school, obviously I stopped playing the piano. And then unfortunately, I think my piano teacher passed away anyway. That was another reason why she moved. And that's why I got to stop playing, which was like the best thing ever. But then I think she passed away the year after that. But then I decided to pick up a saxophone in middle school. And so when it came down to college and I had to have a talent to do the pageant, she's like, well, see, you should have. You should have stuck with playing the piano. I said, actually, no, I'm going to play my sax. And I did. <laughs> but seriously, like, she literally just, to this day. Now. Look at your ass now. You don't need to this that. day, she literally just be like, even when I talk about your church, how you guys look for, like, looking for a keyboard player. So she's like, well, if you would have stuck with the piano, then maybe you could have done I was like, Mom, I know. I just didn't want to do it. Like, I think that's something you really got to want to do. That's funny, yo. So, yeah, she tried. She definitely tried to live with me through that. That's, that's first of all, that's fucked up. Second of all, it's funny. <laughs> I know, because I'm only thinking about the scenario of you, like, your, your mom putting you on the piano and you in elementary school, y'all y'all going back and forth about you not wanting to play the piano. And I'm thinking like, hmm, I wonder if I would have did that with patience. No. Oh, was, no. No, no, no. No, I was scared of shit. Your mom's a lot more hardcore than my mom. Yeah, my mom would have knocked your head off. Yeah. So, goddamn ass and go play the goddamn piano. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, and mom, I can hear your mom in one room and you another. Maggie, go pick up. Go play the piano. No. I don't want to play the piano. I don't. I can just hear my how did she get back here so fast? <laughs> <laughs> How the hell did she get back Yeah, no, that no, wouldn't work. That out. wouldn't work that at all. So, I would have been a prestigious uh, all-American piano player yeah, in your household. You would have definitely had mom. CPS on, on speed. Yes. Oh, what? No. But yes, yeah, so, but so, I mean, like, for me, That's I'm just funny. saying, like, I don't want to do that. I truly don't want to do that to my kids. Like, I'm like, I don't <laughs> So I, I, I will. So no, it's funny that we just brought that up because I will say this: my family be feel. It's like my family always feels like and this is just a side story. They always feel like they're they're they feel like they're being rude to to you, right? Because because Megan has like they're not used to like I brought women around, so when I brought women around, they're used to them just like accepting the stories that my sisters or mom and them would say. <laughs> so Megan, her being a more talkative. Her like actually interacting, her giving her opinion, voicing their opinion. They always feel like they're hurting, not hurting her feelings, but they always feel like they're stepping on her toes. So they'll be like, "Hey, Gregory, can you tell Megan? Is you know we we weren't being. I, I hope we weren't being like disrespectful or anything. Like, like nigga, no. She just she just voice. Look, I I argue with Megan all day. I know. <laughs> this is all day. I know. <laughs> I think yeah. I feel like they always think that when I come back and say something to them after we're talking about something that. They think I took it as them being. I'm just like oh, we're having a normal conversation. Oh yeah, like, no. They 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 just they just sit there and they're just like, just tell her, you know, you know, it. We don't mind like certain stuff. It's it's cool. Like we on her side. We like yeah, nigga. We, she know you on her side. Just argue, just argue back with her. That's <laughs> y'all. I'm telling you, if you argue back with Megan, she literally just gonna make you a drink like a couple minutes later, like. Girl, I forgot all about what we was talking about. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I, I'm not a grudge holder. I yeah, don't yeah. Like, it ain't even a grudge thing. Like, me and Megan can literally sit by here. I want to watch Channel 13. I want to watch Channel 22. And 15 minutes later, we're like, shit, we watching, niggas. They must have like, said something to you today. So. No, no, it's, no. It was just funny that we brought that up about the whole, uh, like, dynamic of how my mom would be if your ass would have said no. 
And it just made me think about all that. Nigga, really? They must have said something to you today. No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That was random. <laughs> well, it was just funny. But, but I mean, yeah, I, jinx. I'm very. <laughs> Give me a Gatorade, nigga. <laughs> I do want a Gatorade, but I am very um, opinionated. Like I've always been like that as a child. Like I just, I've always just voiced myself like what I like wanted and stuff. Um, even then, even as well, like I really wanted to be a gymnast when I was a kid. Like I really, I went to the library, got books. Taught myself how to flip, looked at videos from the library, all the different things. My parents were just like, no, you're not going to be a gymnast. You're going to play basketball and other sports because they said being a gymnast, you're a black girl. And we live like in this um, public, like all, I mean, it was like all white community. And they're just like, you're, you're just going to be judged harshly on what you do and not do well because I can, I can see where like, they were trying to go with it. Oh well, yeah. That, I mean, like moment. now yeah, that yeah. I tell my, some of my people who like, one of my uh, friends, she's like older. She like was a gymnast, and she was just like, "Your parents were protecting you from that." She's like, "She's like, because yeah, I mean, Gabby Douglas was literally what a year younger than us, and I mean, all that yeah. shit she had to go through just to get to the top. Yeah, it's a different avenue than just being a. a, a I won't say I'm not gonna say this. It is a different avenue than go, being a female basketball player. Oh yeah, it's a totally yeah, different yeah. thing. Because even if you don't make it, you still had a chance to set yeah. up no matter what. But it's like gymnast. There's like a one percent chance. Like yeah. you, li- it's a slim ass chance. Even if you make it to the top of something at that moment, at that age, you could still just be like put back down at the bottom. That's like, eh, it's a white person that does the same thing as you in like Illinois. So we're gonna go with them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, so just like, but I don't know. I guess for me and just for you, like, what do you feel like you're doing to be sure that you don't? We don't fall into. Let my kids you. pick whatever sport they want to play, and if they don't want to find a sport, I'm gonna say it like this. My kids got to do something. And I know we, we, me and you have tasseled about that. I, I just, I feel like not saying that they just have to be interactive, but I don't want to have a child that's just sitting around not doing anything. Oh, no, I yeah. want them to do something. I don't something. want the whole Nigga, if you play, iPad and phone thing. I really don't want them if to If you want to play chess, nigga, we will go all out for chess. I will not make them play football. If they want to play football, it's because they picked up a football. Like that, like Dalen, my nephew, he played football not because nobody told him to. Nobody said anything. He just saw me play football. He saw everybody so like surrounded around me playing football. So it made him play football, and he just became good at it. Like he became great at it. Like, um, yeah, me. Nobody played football like that. In my entire family on either side, my mom's side, nobody played football. My dad's side, they played football at a young age. But when they got in high school and stuff, they all played baseball and basketball. I was the first one in my family to be sold on football. So my dad, he always said, I can't live through you because I didn't have that passion for football like that. I just, I want you to play hard because this is what you choose. Mm-hmm. So if my kid says, dad, I hate, you know, I don't like baseball. Like I hate watching it. My kid said, dad, I want to play baseball. It's because he said he found a love for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I mean, is. like, I do like want to expose them to like as many like sports oh, and yeah. things as we can, or even just like things outside of sports and stuff. Like, I want them to be able to. I truly do want them to be involved in things because my only fear is that I just don't want my child. I don't want them to be like 
addicted to the cell phone playing games. No, they're not doing that. That's that's not that drives me. Insane. They're not gonna have no. And I, I, I tell family that I really all the time. Don't want that. I tell like family all the time. I'm like, look, when we have kids, I'm just gonna look at y'all. If they if they even grab your phone, snatch it back from. Them. Do not. I repeat, do not. Give them no damn phone. I'm yeah. not doing that shit. I don't know like why that just bothers me so much. Because it's just so convenient to keep a, keep a child quiet. I'd rather my kid talking talking. You, yes. I don't know about you. Like I like I, I know no, you don't want. Them to... I don't. I don't give my look is how. No, no, no. I don't give them like. Technology. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a kid talking me to death. I'd rather my kid talk to me to death than to be quiet as shit. With a neck bent over That's in the car so seat. Of their posture, like their posture, like, gonna be so bad. Like I just don't just like went, it. Went from. But that's all I think about. Posture. Even when I'm like around your little nephews, I just look at like, oh gosh, the posture's gonna be so bad. Like we're gonna see their kids the next year, they're gonna have really bad neck issues. We talk about this all the time, PT, because of like how their posture <laughs> is. Bad, it man. is something like that. But like oh. I just it's just weird. I just don't like I just don't I it's just a quick thing to make kids be quiet. I'm like, I don't want that. I want my kids to be like, Dad, why are we turning around this street? Well, Dad. other have people listening to be like, yo, you guys don't have kids. So yeah, you, you don't have kids. have kids. But I literally have, there There are people that I work with. I always go back to coworkers because I really interact with a lot of my car. I like talking to different people. I have coworkers that do say, I don't let my kid touch a cell phone or an iPad. It's the best thing in the world. Now that their kids are like older, like it's 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 great because like the fact that they never like just like grabbed onto one or touched it, it they're more interactive with me. Mm-hmm. They talk to me. They want to tell me how elementary school was. They want to talk to me about their homework. Yes, everything's more on technology, but I rather put technology in their life because it has to do with school at that moment. Other than that, we you know we do other stuff. We go outside. We go play. Like. You know, I have this coworker that tells me this, and then she says she has a sister who's their kids are literally the same age. Then her kid literally just all they all they do is sit on the phone. So when like her son wants to go out and play basketball, the other son is just sitting there like, oh, I don't want to go play basketball. Hmm. Hell no, I mean, get your get your ass out this house. Yeah, <laughs> like no. So it's just like I mean, like with whatever they want to do, like I like I know for me. I do want my child, or if we do have a daughter, like I would like want her to like try gymnastics. Yeah. But if she hates it, I'm not gonna be like, no, you need to do this because I, I want to do it. Like I, I want to break the stereotype of a boy like not enjoying gymnastics. I have a, oh yeah, I have a friend whose son is in like you know like real junior like because he's like two three years old. He's in junior gymnastics. Yeah, he says it's the best thing in the world. He's like, yes, if my son wants to play football, he'll be very flexible. If he yeah. wants to play basketball, he'll be very flexible. So he can move around a lot better than being stiff at at eleven years old, just getting out there on the field or court or whatnot. So yeah, so even with that. them being like different, like martial arts and stuff, that helps some kids be very aware of their body and like how to use their bodies. Like it's a good thing whenever your child's like involved in let's say like they play football they play basketball they also do like martial arts and so like different like activities because like they they become more aware of their bodies and and they're like a motor moron like i cannot tell you how many times at work i'm just like looking at this little kid i'm like you don't need to play sports because you have no awareness of where your body is right now like absolutely none so it's just it's just like put them in multiple things i think that's like the best thing uh for I would say from like a medical perspective, because I'm not going to take a parent's perspective. But wait, wait, babe. We don't have kids. You can't say that on this recording. I know. She. But I mean, we will one day. And I mean, like we've, 
been around children. I just all don't want time. nobody to argue with, with me when when you tell me like, oh, they can be on my phone. If I say get your phone back and you don't, I'm gonna slap your phone out of their hand. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we oh, I'm sorry, that was yours. Like, I told you to get it from. Like them. it's gonna be real. Like no, you cannot ask people for their phone. No, I, I don't like property. that. I don't like that crap. Don't give no. Don't give them no phone. I don't yeah. like that. But, but yeah. So I mean, um, really just. I guess from this, like, one thing I kind of, like, had read just oh, sorry. Um, off of one of the blogs that's saying, like, you know, the point of being a parent is to really just help the child grow into being their own person, um, not shape them into what what or who the parent thinks they should be by whatever means necessary. And I think that that goes back to, like, the college scandals, like, trying to shape them into, like, who you want them to be and stuff, um, even just, like, them growing up and stuff, like, trying to make them play different activities you want to do like the piano for me forcing somebody to like bleed their fingers on like piano keys or just be there doing it for stuff like yeah i don't i don't think we should be doing things of that sort so um yeah i don't yeah, i mean yeah i get that i just rather let the kid decide how life is going to be if they if they hit like 16 17 and they just say hey dad can i talk to your mom yeah sure what's up I just don't want to go to college. All right, bro. What you gonna do though? Yeah, I know. Cool. Like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Let's I'll find a trade. Look, look. Like, all I'm gonna do. All I'm gonna do is look. All right, what you gonna do? <laughs> you can't. You can't live here forever. Just, you. You ain't gotta go to school. Yeah. You can't live here forever. I'm gonna be like uh, John Witherspoon. I just want because when you leave, I want to walk around this house butt booty naked. My Johnson swinging one way. Woof. Your mama fat booty swinging the other way. Woof. 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 Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, it's time for us to get out of here. I don't care what you say. Oh. You're tired of me. My kids may be tired of me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I already am. But. It's fine. <laughs> when we get off this uh, podcast, my John's going to go woof. Thanks for getting that. your life together with us. You can find me on IG at Megan.Jeanette. Woof. You can find me on IG at Gregory.K underscore. Our fitness page is at Most Millennial. Be sure you're following at Get Together on Twitter and Instagram and stay connected with us. We love y'all. Hope y'all have a great, beautiful week. And we'll see you next week, Get Fam. Yes, yes, yes. Bye. Bye now. Yay.